You're listening to the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. Remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, and click the bell to make sure you get the latest episodes of the podcast. Be sure to like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. First of all, Gabe, let's talk about Test Cricket and the oldest format of the game, of course, Test Cricket. Now, I know that the first series that you watched of cricket ever and the first match you watched was a Test match between England and the West Indies. Um, And you fell in love with Test Cricket from that moment on. What What is it about Test Cricket, Gabe, that made you get drawn to this format that all of us cricket lovers love to watch and still do to this day? You know, I think that for me, what I love about test cricket is that it's almost, well, it's a test of wills. It really, you know, because one of the things I I don't like about many sports is you're up against the clock. Okay. And especially if it's like a one day match, not a one day match, but a, yeah, just a one day match or a four or five hour match, you're up against the clock. But even in boxing, I used to box when I was younger. I can't tell you how many times I'm in there and I've coasted through four or five rounds and I'm just looking up at the clock. Like, you know, one of the greatest of all time, and I hate saying that because, you know, he's not my favorite person in the world, but Floyd Mayweather Jr., you'd see him in boxing matches, pop, pop, popping people, and he'd tie him up, look up at the clock, how many minutes do I got to go? You know what I mean? Like, you're you're not, you're just, you know, uh, uh, abiding your time, so to speak. You know what I mean? And test cricket's different. It's, it, it, it's a war of attrition. You, it really is. And so you really got to go out there and earn that victory. And, you know, I never understood the excitement of a of a draw, you know what I mean, until I saw one. And, and I was just, I mean, to this day, one of my favorite matches, you know, again, it happened in the Ashes. We're talking about Australia and England. And it was the only match that Australia couldn't win. And you've got them throwing the gauntlet out there. I mean, Smudge is bowling. They threw Smudge out there to bowl. It was something yeah. about lighting, I guess, because they couldn't bowl the, bowl the fast bowl yeah. to that effect. But you got Jimmy Anderson on one side and, and Stuart Broad on the other, who had been left off earlier in the series. And they're battling, and they did not let England get whitewashed. And even as a fan of Australia, I thought that was just so gutsy. And I think that that's what it is. is for you to play test, You've just got to have gumption, you know what I mean? Because you're going to go out there and you will be tested. Your soul will be tested. You know, there's an old adage in boxing, right? Everybody can fight until they get hit. You know what I mean? Everybody can fight. You look good in the gym, but once you get hit, it's like, oh, well, everybody, yeah, of course. You look good in the nets. He's a net bowler. He looks good. Or, you know, he looks good, uh, bad in the cages until the other guy's throwing at you, until you've been out there for, you know, four or five days and you're exhausted. And, you know, uh, there was the one... Who was it? I think, was it Don Bradman? No, 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 no. The Australian um, batsman that was absolutely dead, like just running between the wickets, lasted, and then they ended up taking uh, Dean Jones. Out. Dean Jones. Yeah, I remember Nick and I did that. Had to go to the hospital and get hydrated after that. Because yeah. It, it, that's what it is. That's what it is that I love about Tess, that you really have to lay it all out as an athlete. And it's not just, you know, oh, I'm going to play the time game and manipulate stats that way. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a gutsy knock from Dean Johnson. Well, back then it was called Madras, now called Chennai. For that tie test in 1986, there's only been two, and uh, you know both of them were pretty special. Obviously, the other one was against your West Indies game in Brisbane in 1960-61, which was a, a memorable match uh, for everyone who remembers uh, that game. 
Um, yeah, it, it is a great format. And I fell in love with cricket by watching Test Cricket on the TV, as most people in Australia did. You wake up early, you know, and um, you watch a Test match. You listen to the famous commentators of Richie Benno, Bill Laurie, Tony Gregg and Ian Chappell. Sadly, not the case anymore in Australia. But for me, as a in my someone who's in their 20s, I still like I still feel like a little kid who gets up early. And I feel like that every summer, you know, watch watch the test match and, um, you know, we, you know, enjoy what what is going to be a great test match hopefully over the next five days. But um, you say what you like about a game, but what do you dislike about it? There's always lo- things that people like and dislike about it. What are the things you don't like about test cricket that really annoy you, um, that you want changed or improved in the in the format? Oh my gosh, what a, I mean, and, and it's funny because I got so much respect and love for you, bro. But first and foremost, the umpiring, it seems like it just gets worse. It does. I'm sorry. It does. You see such bad calls and whether it's, I mean, obviously in T20, you see some atrocious calls, but even Tess, you'll see some bad calls and, you know, they, it just drives you crazy. It just drives you crazy. So I think that for me, and I mean, that's with most sports. Now I get it. It's a tough job. It really, really is. But if you got the technology in order to fix it, then fix it. You know, get it right. And that's always the way I've looked at it. So to me, I think that's one of the things that annoys me, you know. Uh, but then again, every form of every format of cricket has that um, has that uh, a challenge. I, I would say the next thing that kind of I don't, not that I don't like about cricket, but, you know, I, I, I don't choose my words carefully. So, I mean, I speak how I speak. It is what it is. Good luck. <laughs> it's a boys club, all right? And yeah. you've got the gatekeepers where you've got Australia, the West Indies, England, and you've got so many other nations that are playing cricket. But, like, for instance, USA just had a pretty big win the other day against Scotland. We were talking about that before we came on. I USA is not going to play the big boys, Australia or India or England, because they don't have a test team, right? And they won't, a lot, there's so many good nations and, and associate nations that don't have a test team. But because of the structure of cricket, those other um, nations don't have the funds, don't, just don't have the money. And I would just say the way it's allocated, where it's just basically revolves around the big three or four. And you know what I mean? Like, like I think it um it hurts the game to a certain extent because more people might get into it if uh, more nations were able to afford if the money was distributed more evenly so that you could get a Oman or a you know you USA is far away from it but you know get those associate nations in there playing. Te- I mean, why wouldn't they? Of course they they they, they would. Uh, People from those places would tune in more if they got their test teams, if, if their nations had test teams. Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's just about the, the structures domestically and the money, basically. Right. And, um, you know, it's like Ireland, Afghanistan, who've got test status now. They're not playing enough test matches as it is right. at the moment. Um, it, it's expensive, man. It's expensive. And then it is. And oh, sorry, go, go on. We no, 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 no. T- as it's expensive, and then you also have to get those other big uh, uh, t- test, you know, cricketing nations to want to travel there. You know what I mean? Because I know, obviously, with Afghanistan, we know the situation. 
But, you know, Ireland and other places, you know, does the Indian want to travel to Ireland? You know what I mean? Can you, uh, who was it that uh, canceled the test match? Uh, it, uh, remember Australia had to cancel a test match? And, South Africa, South Africa. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, you know, people are livid, man. You know what I mean? Because there's just so much money. So behind it and to throw one of these series on. And I think that if, you know, test is to survive, they've got to introduce and, and continue to open up the world of cricket to other nations. So they've just got to make it easier for other nations to not just have their test teams, but to hold these test matches. They've got to, maybe they're mandated. All right. In college football, for instance, and, and uh, this is an American sport, but even if you're a big powerhouse school, you're mandated to have to play certain games in conference and certain games out of conference so that you, you know, may go to a smaller area or a smaller school, but it grows the game. It grows, you know, Australia will bring their fandom to a Oman, to a uh, USA, to one of those smaller nations. So I, I think that honestly, that would probably be the next, um, I would say the, the, the next step I'd like to see test cricket to take, to take. Sadly, I don't see it happening, but, you know, if you ask me what bothers me, the fact that, yeah, yeah, it was just the little guys like us, USA, just mm, are yeah. out of test. Yeah, and it I is. See my people's in the chat. What's going on there? Jihan, what's going on? The direct hit, what's going on, peoples? Much love. Thanks for joining. Uh, yes, Rip Dean Jones. Rip Dean Jones. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, Dean Jones. Yeah. Um one of a kind cricketer um, had a short test career. Only played fifty odd tests for Australia, but uh, yeah, he was a great player. Uh, sadly missed by all. Um, as as you were saying, Gabe. Obviously, as we talk about test cricket here, and if you've got any questions, everyone, we would like to have that in the chat. If you can provide some questions, if you want me and Gabe to answer your questions, we're more than happy to in this live stream today, this live discussion. Um, it's something that Ravi Strastri said, uh, Gabe, that he wanted to um, take away teams from Test cricket in terms of the competitiveness and not the one-sided nature of it. Like, for example, if Australia versus Zimbabwe, it's a one-sided match. And he right. said probably have six Test teams and take away the others and probably, you know, do that. I, I didn't agree with what he said there. Um, because you're not really growing or developing test test cricket in that way. Because you've got 12 test playing nations, you've given Afghanistan Ireland's test status, why take it away from them because they're not being competitive? The only way they're going to get better is by playing the top-ranked nations. You are going to have some games where you're going to lose badly, but you'll learn a lot from it. So what are your thoughts on that, Gabe? Should we do that or stay away from, from what he suggested? If we did that, would we have a powerhouse India today? I mean, go back and put that that same you know mentality to India, who's one of the dominant nations today. Was that was not always the case, right? I I remember uh, watching the film '83 with Nick, and you know, there's the one scene where Kapil Dev goes in, and I know that was ODI different standard, but still, he goes in and he's he's like, "What are you here? We're here, we're here to win the World Cup." Like you're here to win the World Cup, like they looked at it like shocked, like that, yeah. because it was just one of those things that was just unheard of. Or you know, even go back further. I know somebody in the comment later was talking about how abysmal my West Indies attack was. <laughs> you're absolutely right, West Indies. But 
Go back uh, 20 years and say that. You know what I mean? Go back to the four horsemen. You know what I mean? Like, it goes through cycles. It goes through cycles. And you have a, you have a situation where right now you've got a few dominant teams or whatever, but everything goes in cycles. And the only way other nations will get better is, to your point, playing up to competition. If you don't get to play up the competition, then you never have to push yourself. I mean, I would say it's the same thing where, you know, even in domestic sports here, for instance, in, in uh, uh, America, Golden State Warriors were a, a, a joke. I'm not sure if you follow the NBA. Golden State Warriors turned into a dynasty. They won like four championships in five years. So just because teams are bad now doesn't mean they're always going to be bad. I mean, they're always going to be – and it was bad. Are they bad now? You know what I mean? Like – just saying. So you've got to give those, those nations an opportunity to grow. And to your point, the only way they're going to get better is by playing, you know, better competition. If you kind of keep them in a bubble. And I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier with that comment. It's like there's the boys club and, you know, the the the, the top nations and then everybody else. And it's like you guys don't matter. That don't make any sense. You know what I mean? That you're yeah. you're really hurting your viewership and you're hurting potential revenue streams by doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Obviously, you mentioned that boys club, the big three, um, Australia, India, England, um, and, they're, and they're probably not doing as much as they should um, in world cricket at the moment, like helping out and that. It's a big problem. What do you think of the World Test Championship, Gabe? Um, it was brought in to add context and relevance to test cricket, and it's been great, I think. What do you reckon? It's, has it done um, test cricket a, a good thing to, to have it? It's like everything else, right? It fixes one problem but creates another. So one of the things I love about test is that, again, it's a true test of wills, so to speak. You know, God, Nick would love it because I'm not – no pun intended, but there it goes. But think about it. In tests, for the most part, even if it's a short series, you're going to play two tests, right? we got, of course, Australia going to be playing my West Indies later on. But for the most part, you know, at least got a, a, a three tests. And the Test World Championship was just one test match. So, you know, it kind of like, while it was still tests and, you know, you played over, you know, three, four days, five days, whatever, you know, anybody can win one test match. You know, things can break your way. Weather could break your way, you know. Again, win the series. Win the series. That's a different animal. And yeah. I think that in order to really give it the authenticity of test, it's got to be at least three matches. It does. And I know it's going to take time to play. So what? So fit it in the schedule. So what? Fit it in the schedule. But having it just a, it's basically a ODI, right? A one day test match, basically. And I get it that it's, you know, you're going to play over a few days, but it shouldn't be just one test match. It should be a test series because that's what you put the weight on. We don't just play one test match. Unless everything else was played that way. But we don't, right? Yeah. We play series. So, I mean, that's my opinion. With that being said, I think that it gives teams something to pay, play for. It makes these meaningless, quote-unquote, mundane matches that sometimes you're like, oh, really? We got to go over there? It makes it matter. You know, it'll make an Australia say, okay, yeah, I better not cancel that tour to whoever play there yeah, yeah, because yeah. you need those points. So it makes every series matter, and I think it's going to ensure that the majority of test matches do get played and that teams just don't end up canceling because, yeah, you know, what's the penalty? Does it fit into the schedule? Maybe they got some injured players, whatever the case may be. Yeah, abs absolutely. And um, 
The only thing I will, I will say with it is that it doesn't have all 12 teams. It only has nine, and you don't play everyone in one cycle, home and away, so you do miss out on playing other teams. It's got a lot of um, teething problems here, but it's doing great stuff for test, uh, test cricket, and it's adding those um, context and relevance, which is needed. And uh, teams have something to play for, and with the final... Yes, it, it would be nice if it was like a playoff sort of situation, like sort of like in the NBA or something like that. They do playoffs, like final series or whatever. Right. Uh, yeah, but they, they've decided the ICC, it's a one-off test, neutral venue, whoever performs well over the five days. In the case of the last final, which we have six because it rained in Southampton. <laughs> Not surprising right, right. in England, always rains. Um, it even bucketed down against England and South Africa in this test match. Right that just concluded recently but um yeah it's something that the icc may need to look at in future cycles we've got some questions hi everyone hope you enjoyed our cricket discussion with gabe from cricket for americans and all things test cricket let us know in the comments your thoughts about test cricket from part one we would love to hear what you have to say